Hello, and welcome to a new episode of the Underground Treehouse Podcast, a podcast that discusses and reviews music of all genres. I'm one fourth year host, Ruben. Joining me as always is Isaac. Hello, hello. Marcos. Hi. And Keenan. What up? And this week, we are going to be reviewing the second studio album, the, an- the uh, highly anticipated album, Guts, by Olivia Rodrigo. But as always, before we get into that, we're going to be giving you our music recommendations of the week, as well as our local beer recommendation of the week. Keenan, what we got for music? All right. This week, I got the indie alternative rock band Super Bloom. So how's all these bands with Super in their first name? Bro, that's that's actually funny because I was just about to say if you're a fan of Super Evan, if you're a fan of Super Evan, <laughs> bro, definitely check this band out. Um, so I've actually I actually found them through um, another band that I recommended a while back uh, called Heavenward. Oh, and uh, so this band Super Bloom just released a new album that's been I've been seeing it everywhere. It's called uh, Life's a Blur. It's super poppy. Has like some has like some grunge in there. Uh, very alternative. Um, the song that I do recommend is Pig and another song, Head First. Bro, the guitar is so fuzzy and the vocals are just like very like, I don't even know how to explain, like dreamy almost. It's it's crazy Ooh. how the, this band works together. And um, they're going on a really big tour right now. kind of sucks that they're skipping us. But this band has uh, been on new? repeat. I know, right? This Typical. Band, <laughs> this band has been on repeat though for like, I would say like the past couple months. So... Um, since his albums came out, it's been out for two months now. Yeah, since June actually. Oh shit, life's a Damn. blur. Yeah, bro, get on this. This is probably gonna be on top fifteen, maybe even top ten. Bro, this album is it. Calling it already. Oh, calling That's it already. Guess. Oh, it is, bro. The song "Pig," get on it, run it up. Tell me what you think. Pig. Pig by Super Bloom oh, off yeah. of the album Life's of a Nicolas Blur. Cage movie. What? <laughs> the Nicolas Cage movie? Oh, yeah. Pig? Word. Yeah. <laughs> not the animal? The movie? <laughs> not, yeah, bro, not the animal. And the movie is about an animal. <laughs> about a pig? Yeah. Oh, I've never seen it. Trash. Is Mandy about a girl named Mandy? <laughs> yeah. Is Christine about a girl named <laughs> is Christine? National Treasure about National Treasure? <laughs> yes, it is. That's a great Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah. I don't care what you say. It's a great ass trilogy. Bro, it bro. is. Not trilogy, a fucking See, duo. Duo, duo. Oh, yeah. I fucking love those movies, man. I am picking a song from a movie this week. So, me and my boy are her. When it goes Which to one? Huh? Which one? Call him out. My mom. My boy right here. Everybody can see me pointing clearly. Yeah. Clearly. Even Marcos. Everybody can see me pointing on the audio podcast. <laughs> um, now, nah, me and Ruben went to go see a movie called Talk to Me. I oh. uh, didn't know oh. too much about it and left the theater kind of blown away. It was really fucking good. And there's a song that plays during the movie. If, if you guys seen the movie, you know what it's about. Um, I'm not going to give, you know, a breakdown of it or whatever, but there's a scene in the movie where all the main characters are getting together and they're all, um, getting high (laughs) off of this, uh, demonic thing or whatever. So there's a montage in the movie about maybe a little, little before halfway. The song that's playing during that montage is called Le Monde. I think. I don't know. It's French. But anyways, 
this shit hard, bro. It's just some fucking like it's a instrumental, but with a remix, and it's based off like an old French song or Italian, whatever. And it's just super hard, super catchy. And uh, yeah, that was a great song for the scene. And hopefully, you guys like to enjoy this song in your uh, everyday life. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with this uh, with this artist. His name is Blazo for my recommendation. Blazo. Um, yeah. And the album is Color of Jazz. Yeah. Dude, oh. and it's fucking like lo-fi beats, a little bit of jazz in there, but fucking killer. Blazo. Killer. Yeah, Blazo. Okay. Distant graphite, natural green, and brisk yellow, all fire-ass tracks, bro. I fucking... It reminds me of uh, New Hobbies. New Hobbies? New Hobbies. <laughs> new Hobbies. That's a new way to to pronounce it. Why do I... I mispronounce I, everything. Don't I don't know. I... I've always seen it pronounced as Nujibis. Anubis. Anubis. The fuck you Now you know I, who he's talking about now. <laughs> yeah, I kind of caught on. I didn't want to say anything, Doug. <laughs> I didn't know I'm not even laughing at you. I'm just like, he, I was like, I never heard that brother a day in my life. And then he said, Nujibis? This man has a tattooed on his shit, yeah. brother. Like, yeah. I was just not expecting that. Damn, I said, dude. I'm God sorry. Of death. My bad. My bad. Oh, Anubis? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, Nujibis. Nujibis. New Hobbies. Sorry, that's a Mexican to me, bro. New Hobbies. Um, Yeah, but Blazo. <laughs> but yeah, Blazo, bro. Fucking um, good-ass lo-fi beats type of shit, bro. Fucking, I don't remember if uh, there's some rapping songs on there or something that spits, but I was getting into this while I was raining the past couple of days. And it oh, goes, I bet that shit on. hit. Ooh. It's called The Color of Jazz? Yeah, The Color of Jazz. That's the album. Say less. Color Ooh. of Jazz. And then he has a second one that I haven't heard. I just saw it right now, actually. He has a new album this year. No, I do. The, the first thing that I came across was the, the first album, but I'm going to have to go into it, too. But if you want to get put on that first album, fucking smacks. And I like how all his fucking songs are, like, color-coordinated. That's dope. Yeah. It's pretty fucking sick, man. But you guys should check it out. If you guys like, you know, kind of like lo-fi beats and shit. Say less. All right, my recommendation of the week is going to be the goat herself. Y'all already know who I'm talking Taylor about. Taylor Swift. Oh, shit. Cy Gray. Cy Gray. Beyonce. Got you. <laughs> Ice Spice. Uh, Ice Spice. <laughs> <laughs> dude, she came out with the fucking the remixes oh, yeah, for, uh, for her little EP, Like or whatever. Or it's like an extended. Oh, we need to talk about the like. baddest bitch on the fucking planet right now. Sexy Red. Oh. Yeah. That God, bitch said... Boy. The sweetest thing a guy did for her was rob a dude on Valentine's <laughs> Day and gave her money. Nice. <laughs> and gave, gave her, her the money that he robbed? Her the money. <laughs> that's kind of... She said that's the sexiest thing a guy did for her. Dude. Uh, holy Bro, shit. I hit a lick for that bitch. For Sexy I'm, Red? I've never seen this bitch a day in my life. I don't know. I've never heard of this woman. I didn't even know that was a person. <laughs> no, that shit is fucking grimy. Yeah. That she, bitch is she, grimy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that 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 YG and Theo Vaughn interview was is the fucking funniest shit in the world. Oh, she's on that? No, she's not on that. But oh. that topic comes up. He's like, Have you, oh, sexy YG was on Theo Vaughn. Yeah. yeah, you didn't know that. Is that the weirdest bro, fucking? Yeah, that's it's the amazing. Fucking funniest shit, bro. It's the funniest shit. He's. <laughs> yeah, no, dude. My my recommendation of the week is the fucking the goat, Saya Gray. She came out with the new seven. I guess it's in, yeah, it's only seventeen minutes. She came out with a seven track EP called Qwerty. And it's fucking amazing. I mean, what else can we expect from Sia Gray? She's one of the fucking coolest, most talented artists out right now. 
Uh, Straight the fuck up. Oh, yeah, dude. Straight the fuck up. She kept a lot of that edge and a lot of that creativity with QWERTY, but also made it a little bit more accessible. You know, because you know how 19 Masters was kind of like jagged, janky, like there's a lot of weird shit thrown in there. In the production, you're saying? In the production, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are like a lot of non sequiturs and like a lot of weird transitions. This one doesn't really have that. This one's a lot more straightforward and a lot more accessible while keeping that creative edge. It's so fucking good, dude. It's been on repeat since it dropped. Um, it's an EP. I don't know how we're going to be um, including EPs in our end of year list. This might just make my they overall top 10. Fuck it. Yeah. Last year they didn't count. Yeah, they did. I told you they did. And you thought they oh, didn't. Yeah, I thought they didn't. Get them. Uh huh. put something on there. So, I mean, if we do EPs, it's guaranteed. It's guaranteed in there. It might even make my albums. It's fucking amazing. I love Saya Gray. She's the fucking sickest artist out right now, dude. I can't wait. I hope part two drops this year. Check out Praying Mantis, one of my favorite songs of the year. Praying Mantis is so good. Yeah, dude. Praying Mantis and 22 centipedes or two, two centipedes. I'm not sure how it's human centipedes. The human centipedes. It's amazing. Saya Gray. Thank you. Saya Gray. And me and Keenan just got her first press in 19 Masters. Yup. Still yes, waiting sir. for it to arrive in the mail. And I want her goddamn candle. All right. And for our beer recommendation of the week, we're going to be shouting out a brewery that is one of the top ones in the city, but we actually haven't really featured them too much. Unless I'm mistaken. We've been doing this shit for, feels like an eternity. So <laughs> forgive me for not remembering every fucking beer that we've done <laughs> and every brewery that we've hit. But we're going to be shouting out Red Door. They have a, what I'm assuming is an unhinged series. It was really confusing seeing this because we have an unhinged brewery. True. And the, the can of this just says unhinged cider. So I thought it was from unhinged. I guess this is from Red Door. And they have two beers under the unhinged name. So I'm assuming this just might be a small run or something. So they have the unhinged cider, which is just your standard apple cider. But tonight we are going to be shouting out the unhinged sour cherry Ooh. cider. Right. I uh, talked to Isaac earlier and i was like hey dude what are you feeling about this what kind of beers match this and he just said we want something that is sour fruity and something that just like explodes with flavor yep and we saw the sour cherry and that's exactly what it does this is a delicious and it's a cider at 6.4 percent fucking hell that's a cider that's an ipa dog yeah bro Mm. This this is stronger than some than some ipas yeah cheers boys cheers you know it's not as sour as i thought it has uh, a nice bite to it though it you definitely know? has a bite to it yeah you get a nice pucker you know in, in the back of your tongue um 6.4 percent despite it drinking super clean and smooth this shit will get you buzzing bro it feels great and um you know i under, i know that summer is coming to an end but Hey, man, for these nights that are still staying a little bit warm, this is the beer that you need this to be drinking. This is the perfect end-of-the-summer oh, beer. I feel like ciders could be for fall, too. You know what? Yeah, you're right. You're right. This cider specifically. Maybe this cider, yeah. It, it's it just is. so easy. It, it's easy to drink, so it's like outside still, like while it is warm, like Ruben said, this is like perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I agree that this would definitely be. Like an apple cider during the during, during the winter the would be oh yeah the fall would be fucking fire but something about the cherry something about that cherry flavor yep. you know it's Shirley Temple's bro yeah, yeah the see uh huh uh huh Marco's on <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna throw you under the bus more than you've already done to yourself so it's <laughs> a joke God damn it man. <laughs> so again that is 
and it, again, it's weird. There's zero Red Door labels on this. So just find the Unhinged Sour Cherry from Red Door Brewery. I found this at Total Wine. A six-pack was like 11 bucks. Oh, dude. I was at Red Door last night. Did they have this? Yeah, they had it in the refrigerator. They did? Oh, in the, in the fridge? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Perfect. Yeah, just hit up Red Door themselves. Was, yeah, I don't even know it was on tap, but at least they have all their beers right there on the fridge. At the fridge. Shh, go get you one of those uh, Irish Reds. Yeah, and oh, their green yes. chili cheeseburger. That shit was... <laughs> Dude, their fucking food is actually bomb as fuck. Yeah. Their food is the shit. Oh, I fucking love their food, bro. Dude, so good. What's so good. Fuck? Yeah. All right, boys. Guts by Olivia Rodrigo. Guts by Olivia Rodrigo. We listen to Sour, and I think we all kind of like Sour, right? I love Sour. I still go back to it till this day. I Dude, I do too. There, there's definitely a couple tracks I'm, I, that stayed on repeat. Brutal. Def- yeah. Not this album, yep. though. Brutal yep. is on a repeat for yep. sure. Mm-hmm. Or added to the playlist for sure. Word. Oh, brutal. So damn good. I definitely don't go back to it as much as it sounds like you guys do. But but brutal is brutal is probably brutal is brutal, bro. I think it's that, not a repeat, but it, it's there. Yeah, I mean, but it's, it's, it's what you hear, bro. It's fucking brutal. The album here. was an amazing <laughs> debut album. Amazing. Oh yeah. I think oh I yeah, it. dude. Yeah. But the thing with this album, though. I don't think there is a huge anticipation for it like her first album was, and this is her sophomore album. Really? Am I the only one that what? got that? No, I, I felt like this shit was popping, bro. Hella like, anticipation. Like hype? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No way. I thought so. Bro, her like main single, her main single has like 2.1 million Yeah, Vampire? Streams. Yeah. Yeah, but. That's highly I, anticipated, I, bro. I, I did, then there's just me, might be me and my feed, bro. I just might just have a lot of degenerate memes because I never <laughs> see anyone like, like talk about it or talk about, about it. it. Yeah. Well, the like reason. Sour? That's how sour it was. Oh, yeah. Sour, sour was all over the place. I feel like this one has a decent. Well, I mean, maybe it wasn't as big as Guts or as Sour, but I feel like Guts had a ton of hype. And yeah. I know it had hype like within us four. Um, I'm glad you guys brought up Brutal because I feel like Brutal was the sound that we were kind of hoping she would step more towards with yeah. her next album. And I think that was, you know, especially for me, Brutal was one of the example tracks of you know, just having general future hype with her, you know, it was like, damn, she can actually like perform under this shit. Like maybe she can mature her sound a little bit more towards this. Well, I feel like we got Ooh. it. I don't feel like we got I it. I feel like we got it. I feel like this is just another side step from her sound that we got from sour. That's crazy. Ooh. I think, I think it was a, a side step, not forward, you know, hmm. like backwards. It wasn't backwards. No, <laughs> it wasn't yeah. backwards. No, it was more. Oh, just kind of stay the same. Yeah, I, I, literally, I thought it was gonna be like it just stayed the same, but now I feel like she's uh, experienced a lot more into the sound. Hmm. hmm. Well, that's funny. I'm glad you know. said. I'm glad you said that because that was gonna be my question. My question was gonna be, how do you guys feel about her sound with this album? I know we all kind of had hopes with her maybe evolving and going a little bit more forward, maybe experimental. Did her sound hit with you guys for this album? Yes. No. 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 no yeah. Really. Yeah. Okay. Really. Vampire was really good, but that's one of just because it's like the like how you said it's just like it's that radio hit that's gonna be good, but like none of the other tracks stuck with me like uh, and Sour did. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's crazy. Could no, because I feel like experimentally, no, I feel like we got the same Olivia Rodrigo, mm-hmm. but I think this time we got a more polished Olivia Rodrigo. I could agree to we that. We have a more experienced mm-hmm. Olivia. That's and what I said. Yeah. Her her sound sound. It's so clear, and what Sour came out in 2021, and 
from then till now you can you can tell how much he's grown mm-hmm. and how you know how much better everything has gotten sonically and, and maturity yes. wise yes and so um i feel like sour was just a little more raw especially going back to it now mm-hmm. it's a little more raw sounding compared to this and this is just titan and it's it's a well-oiled machine. Hey, well, why aren't we on the same page? Because that's what I agree on. I just don't think that she ventured off the circle too much and made like, you know. Um, like, yeah, she she didn't do anything. I don't think she did anything new with this album. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's just uh, it's it's a better sour as as a but as a sophomore album, you're supposed to top your first one. I think she did. I don't think that. I, don't think, I think she I think did. This is in the same road. I agree with all your fucking points. <laughs> but I just don't think like this is better than Sour. I think they're equally the same. Okay. I mean, that's fair. Except that mm-hmm. the tracks from Sour just, I don't know, it just stuck with me a lot more. No, that that is, that is fair. Um, but I feel like over time, I feel like we would go back to this and be like, yeah, this is this is a good album. That'd be nice. I could see that. I personally think that her sound leaned more towards the brutal uh, f- for everybody listening brutal is a uh, the t- uh the first track on sour is very and uppity and pop punk it's very uppity and pop punk probably the most damn near grunge on the album yeah i mean literally people were comparing it to what hole hole yeah yeah i think this whole album is brutal personified yes and i think Honestly, pretty biased too because being a little pop punk boy over here. That's mm-hmm. um, then we got him, boys. No wonder. <laughs> you know? The biasy, the biasy, yeah, the bias. <laughs> is, is definitely there. But I think that's why I really liked this album. That's that makes sense. That makes sense. It, it she hits that pocket so well and so respectfully. I think that she definitely wears a lot of influences on her sleeve. Yes, she does. But she does it in a way that pays homage to those sounds instead of biting those sounds or making a mockery of those sounds or even just like plastic defying those sounds, you know, like making them just like total cornball accessible to the masses. Nah, dog, like this shit still has a this shit still has a, a bite to it, an edge to it, while also still remaining fucking Olivia. Uh, Livio, <laughs> Rodrigo's like, you know, poppy shit. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's, I, I mean, because this woman was like, she was dragged, remember? Because they were comparing her to Paramore and like how she bit Paramore style. Mm-hmm. And like people were not, by when I say people, I mean like our generation, like who grew up with Paramore, like we're not letting this, they wouldn't let this woman walk this teenager at the time <laughs> yeah this teenager and so i i feel like she got she got a lot of backlash from that Especially and then she leaned into it for this album exactly and i i, I love it ruben's making a face like boy you fucking got me you fucked up sir do you not agree that she went more in the pop punk side she did but i know you're asking ruben this but he let him contemplate his thoughts really quick because this guy go off go off marco i think i need a couple more drinks before i (laughs) like maybe like like half of the album dude half of the album could be put on sour and they're just so slow and like singing which i'm not complaining but it's just like there's aspects of pop punk on this album so there's like maybe like four or five songs where they do really have that 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 energy that energy and that pop of pop punk for sure but oh, all the other ones 
All the other songs are, are just slow ballads. Which okay. got her famous. But, also, famous, but, yeah, but, but, but hold on. Brutal was one song on Sour. This is half the album of, of that same sound, right? And it's something that we all agreed that we wanted. That is true. Literally, I remember Keenan saying, like, dude, this is going to get, like, a lot of people who aren't into this genre. Typically, it's going to be the gateway drug for them to get into the genre. Hopefully, she explores that sound. Now, look at her. She's over here writing fucking hooks, fucking these fucking riffs and shit, bro. It's it's so nostalgic. Yeah, while the pop punk is good, it would have been nice if we got the whole album like that to completely say that she really experimented on one album. But don't you like the the artistic talent that she displayed in her softer songs. Like I think the soft, like grand piano, slower ballads are so good juxtaposed to the more high energy pop punk sound. Well, yeah, well, you're going from high energy to like slow ballads. I don't like that. So you don't like that? Not really. Okay. Fair, 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 fair. Like maybe it was like, maybe like one song for sure. Like the two last songs for sure. Like, but they're like spread apart. Mm-hmm. They are. So. Yeah. Like, she, she definitely played with the track listing. It was very yeah. up and down, up maybe and down. Maybe if there were like the first like five songs, like pop punk and the rest of the album. For, okay. For sure. Different argument because at least my mood only switches up once, but like getting hit with like back to back, like different one mixes. filling and then the next yeah. filling and then one filling. And then, yeah, I, I, I see that. I see that. I, I don't necessarily agree, but I could see how that could be like completely jarring and kind of fuck up the whole album for you. Like that, I wouldn't be surprised by that at all. So. Well, yeah, no, I agree. I'm glad that you you could you see my perspective. I'm also really fans of like, uh, uh, she had a potential to be an artist like that. Uh, one album would be, experiment with one sound, kind of like Kanye West, like graduation or registration. Graduation, late registration. In like 808. Yeah, like mm-hmm. uh, every album that he has is like one sound. And then he experimented every album. That's how I kind of thought that she was the rap that she was going to go. So, but. so I agree mostly with Marcos. I think uh, I- I'm not saying that she didn't step into that pop punk realm a lot. Cause she definitely did. Um, I just felt like Sour had such a cool edge to it that guts doesn't like how you're saying this one's a lot more polished Mm -hmm. definitely is Mm -hmm. yeah uh vocally yeah but i think also sound wise i think this one like i mean you know some tracks kind of have their moments but otherwise like i'm just con like whenever i think about brutal you know i i personally don't think this doesn't sound like brutal i think brutal has like such a downtone grunge sound and this doesn't have that grunge sound this has that pop punk you know, radio punk sound. Um, and then I think of songs like Deja Vu, like when that, after she, you know, sings the initial verse and then it's that weird, like, uh, synth that, that like cuts in and out. Like there were just cool little edges that Sour had that I don't think Guts had, at, at least sonically. Um, I do agree. I think I want Olivia Rodrigo to go more experimental. I want her to go even just throughout of like a blood orange or like a Eve's tumor. And the reason why I say that is because one of my favorite tracks is pretty isn't pretty and pretty isn't pretty has like such a cool new wave, like post-punk sound to it. I think she sounded amazing on that. And I would love to see her go more in that route. Um, or at least, at least not even really, you know, do a whole project around that sound, but you know, 
just have more instances of that sound. Yeah. Um, I mean, the pop punk works for her demographic. You know, I'm not her demographic. Like, I appreciate it. And, you know, me and Keen were talking earlier. I think she's going to be this generation's, like, Avril Lavigne because of this. I was really yep. about to say that. That's yeah. why I brought that bitch up. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. I'm he, a skater he has boy. The same, I he has the same skater birthday. Boy. <laughs> He's just a skater boy. Bro, our birthday is 13 days away from this recording. <laughs> say less. We're going to pop bottles, baby. Yeah, we are. <laughs> On the pod. I'll snore some crack. <laughs> but again, like, yes, like we did say that. And, you know, that rebellious teenage angst, she, she has that right now. And... I mean, I can't think of anyone else in the spotlight. Um, maybe Willow. Maybe Willow. Willow's, yeah. I mean, she is up there, but. Uh, well, Haley Williams. Well, oh, well. She's more indie now. No, I know. They stepped out of joke. the pop punk. Uh-huh. But <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo's a much better singer than Willow. I would agree with that. Much better. But so I that's feel like. why I can't. I feel like Willow is a better composer, composer than Olivia Rodrigo. That I can't agree on. Yeah, no, dude. I think. And, have and, you heard her hit so far? Can't. can't. Oh, I, no, I think. I, I think Olivia Rodrigo is fucking. She's. But, but, she has more hits than Olivia Rodrigo. Well, yeah, because she's been out for like does, fifteen yeah. years. Is that true? Oh, I don't know if that's true or not. I can't imagine Willow being on top of Olivia. Like, I have no idea. Like, whenever I, I never see Willow mentioned at all, you know, in any of this shit, and Olivia is consistently at the top, like. So that's that's one thing that I was going to say is, you know, despite this shit not really hitting as hard sonically, she improved. So not even really improved because she was good to begin with, you know. Yeah. But she took a step forward in terms of songwriting, in terms of maybe not performance wise, because I think there's stronger performances on Sour, but just well-rounded. She doesn't have a single bad performance on this. Like agreed. her dude, her songwriting is top notch. Like. She has, you know, you've got the piano, like, uh, single ballads, like, vampire. You have, like, the super introspective, like, truthful songs, like, Lacey, you know, and, like, you have, you actually have songs that are kind of thought-provoking that, you know, kind of get you thinking a little bit different on love with, like, love is embarrassing and with logical. Yeah, like, make my bed. Make my bed, talking about, talking about some honesty, like... The maturity that she shows, like, and I hate to be like that kind of person. She even kind of kind of alludes to this in her last song, um, Teenage Dream. I hate to be that person that's like, well, for her age, she's good. Like, that shit shouldn't matter. Like, she's yeah. better than bitches way older than her. You know what I mean? I'm better than Willow, <laughs> though. We'll go back to that. Oh. Dude, Willow's oh, sick no. as fuck. Like, dude, Will- Willow's on. cool. Why are you riding so hard for Willow, dude, bro? Because fucking she's good. Like, she's good. <laughs> she has a feature with Travis Barker. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> oh, you, you fucking Blink One Eight Two hater. <laughs> yeah, Blink. Yeah, fuck yeah. Off. yeah I dick, forgot. Bro. Yeah, fuck all that. So you know, I I do. It's like th- this. These two albums switch places. You know, like her performances, and everything on Sour were amazing, but I felt like the content was kind of lacking. It was all pretty much samey, and we get a lot of repeating topics on guts. But dude, fucking, I want to get into Lacey, bruh Oh my God, man! Lacey hits so hard, and hey, the the streets are saying this is her way of saying she'd be switch hitting sometimes. I don't know if that's true or not. What does that mean? But she'd playing be for both teams, playing for both teams, baby. Nah, she doesn't. She doesn't. And I, don't, I don't get a type from her. I don't think so either. I I feel I like this is more of is like a her version of Jolene. 
Exactly. Yeah, just insanely fucking jealous and just insanely attached. Like, but realizing that all this is just built on insecurities in her own head. Exactly. That's Taking that I accountability. Got, yeah. 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 It's cool. And you know, uh, jumping ahead to um, where is it? Making the bed. You know, it, it it's under that same. Um, it's under that same theme of taking accountability and realizing that, you know, maybe all this shit that's happening to you doesn't make you a victim. You're the one causing it to yourself. You know, I, I just think that introspection is super fucking cool. And Lacey, I think might be the second best song she's ever made, dude. This shit is fucking heat. I love it. It sounds like it's very like slow building. Her layered vocals sound like kind of sinister almost. This shit is fucking good, dude. I love this song. And this song is like such a like unique change of pace because she comes in hard with those first three tracks. So, oh yeah. So the first True. three tracks, I mean, all American bitch is like straight pop punk. Bad idea, right? Also pop punk. And then vampire, it kind of, it like kind of leads us into Lacey, which is just like a stripped back acoustic, mm-hmm. and she just lets it out. And I mean we were talking about it earlier how like the track placement on this is kind of all over the place mm-hmm. but i feel like she did it perfect by starting off with that high energy again like she did in sour and she slowly leads us in to something as soft as lacy yeah which i do agree with ruben is one of her top songs i like the, I like the like, lyrically i like the fact that you brought up her vocal layering because it is actually really good and then kind of like the little beat drop at the end yeah yeah hard. like yeah yeah Th- this song and then what dude when she hits that what does she say something about angel dust and I then it angel and dust. then it leads to that like dreamy kind of like oh yes. man and i know whisper vocals at the end just sends shivers down my spine yes bro. dude her vocal performance on this is so good see Yes, bitch. Tell me about Lacey. <laughs> Tell me what that fucking hoe is done. Fuck uh-huh. Lacey. All my homies hate Lacey. Bro, Lacey's going to get laced up when I see her in the streets. Shout out Rodriguez. <laughs> Rodrigo, whatever. Rodrigo. Sixto. Sixto. Right? Is that who you're referencing? I just misspoke because I'm a dumb piece of shit. Oh, Anyways, okay. continue. Never mind. <laughs> you're just trying to say I'll shout out Rodrigo, but he said Rodriguez. Oh, I thought you talking about Rodriguez, like the artist. He does. Oh, I'm just dumb. No. Oh, all right. <laughs> oh, all right. Oh, all right. Great, brother. Dude, to end the song with my personal favorite lyrics out of this whole thing, yeah, I despise my rotten mind and how much it worships you, was, <laughs> and like you said, with the whisper delivery on that, oh, so fucking good. Talk about self-deprecating this whole song, bro. She just like talks down on herself and like comparing. Mm-hmm. It's fucked up. <laughs> Comparison is the thief of joy, they say. Bro. Oh wow, I've never heard that before. Holy shit, dude. That's hard. Oh my god. I'm having then, a fucking but, but, like that perfectly exemplifies the meaning of this song, her feelings about it, and pretty much the feelings on this album. You know what I mean? Like, cause this whole album is. I don't want to say it's like a breakup album per se, but like there's a lot of like relationship in it, you know? Oh, yeah. Lacey could have been one of the tontos that fucking her ex is all trying to fucking chat up. You know what I mean? Or Lacey could be literally any girl ever who she just feels insecure about. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And this is like her way of like 
dealing with her insecurities by saying how good this Lacey person is. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. But it's like a, it's like a Jane Doe sort of situation where it kind of doesn't matter who it is. It just matters that, you know, this is how I feel about this person because of my other feelings towards this other person. Mm-hmm. Or she really is insecure and she does a perfect way of describing it because honestly, like, I haven't, I haven't felt like envious or, you know, otherwise like jealousy for a single person like that. Like since I was probably in high school, you know, mm-hmm. you know, the target demo of what she's <laughs> saying. Oh, yeah. it's making you feel. But it's, ma- it's, bro, I could smell the, uh, I could smell the Axe body spray right now, bro. Like, <laughs> like I could just picture like just my insecure mind thinking of shit. And I'm like, well, how come X, Y, and Z? Like. Olivia does such a good job at like time traveling back into the days where your brain hasn't even formed yet and your chemicals are all in balance <laughs> and you got fucking acne probably and you're fucking mad all the time and you're fucking geeked up and she just she just plays off of those emotions so well and like Ruben was saying, like you shouldn't say, oh, like for her age, for her age, whatever. But I think there is something to be said for somebody who is that articulate and that um, uh, emotionally uh, mature, mature uh, for that age, and and have having such a just killer way of of translating those emotions into catchy songs, you know, bro. I can make a song about wanting to get paid more and wanting to be, you know, X, Y, and Z or whatever. I'm 28 years old. Ain't nobody trying to listen to that bullshit, bro. Like, people people like it when it's, like, relatable. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, God damn, does, does she make it relatable, bro? You know what I mean? Even if you haven't even felt those emotions, you know a situation where that's happened or you, you know a homie who's gone through that or... You know what I'm saying? Like she's mm-hmm. just, she's good at making the, she's good at uh, painting the picture with uh, minimal strokes. How do you? So do you guys get the same feeling out of like the pop punk tracks, like the tracks that are a lot more reminiscent of like the Avril Lavigne type sound? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I love it that she gets to. I mean, she knows how to express her emotions as well as she does, and so in the pop punk tracks, it just comes out like an angsty teenager. And you know we've all felt which kind of pisses me off, but yeah, I agree. Yeah, because <laughs> like, why the fuck am I listening to this fucking kid right now, dude? We're the old, we're the old fucking boomers, like shaking our fists at the clouds, bro. Oh, real music, Avril Lavigne. Literally, bro, let's bro. stop gatekeeping, guys. Come on, yeah, Isaac. Stop bro, gatekeeping. Where's Hollywood on Dead at? Where you need them? <laughs> they're actually, they're, they're coming. coming to tour. Yeah, Shut the fuck up, bro. <laughs> Wait, stop, bro. They're coming with Tech Nine. Yeah, they <laughs> are. <laughs> They actually are. Let me guess. Hobson is coming with them too. I and think Token. So. Hobson. No. 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 Who no. 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 Yeah, it's it. It almost gets to a point because I agree. Like I know you're being dramatic, but like, it's almost like I can't relate to this because it's just so teeny boppy. You know. It's. it's but she plays in that pocket so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's so good, bro. Makes you that think, it makes right? me mad that she does it so good, bro. bro. It bops. Shut the fuck up about <laughs> your emotions, bro. Shut up 
Oh, makes you kind of makes you so good. Makes you kind of think though that if she came out in the early two thousands, she'd be pretty fucking good. Whoa, oh yeah, she's she good now. She's twenty three. It's amazing. <laughs> I think she would be ahead of her time if she worked with the same like palette, like the sound. Yeah, palette the sound, the pop punk sound oh, no, for sure. Be, bro, she'd be way bigger. Bitches oh, yeah. would stop be be slitting their wrists to this shit for sure. Think so? I mean, I don't know. If you put on vampire, bro. Ugh. Yeah, that, that, or good, logical talents. Put on logical, bro. Yep. There's a couple bitches doing backflips off a of forehead. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, dude. So the only thing that kind of like drives me nuts. Well, not the only thing. You know, actually, no. The only thing that actually annoys me with these pop pop tracks is she has, dude. She has the same flow and the same cadence. Hit it. Either in verse one or verse two. Da, da, and da, it's. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Well, now I'm in the back seat and I want to cry. And uh, fucking um, I don't Wipe fucking know. And now I'm sad of your lies. Aren't you like, guys fucking bars. saying that they're experiment? She's experimenting and shit. Like that's the thing. And so no, that's it's just like I'm very like uh, like a white dude frat party rap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like it's like I'm busting flows and I turn nuns to hoes. It's like what actually, are we doing? That's the exact same flow. <laughs> oh my god! Now replace it with crying over your ex, dude. It's, it's literally this. And there's there's like that slight like fuzzy filter thrown oh, over it. it. Yup. Ain't no backpacker dog. You ain't <laughs> from <laughs> the streets. You, you know, ain't Jedi never wrapped out a cipher dog. You ain't never bust a hot sixteen. <laughs> what you saying over there? <laughs> that dude it's like it's by the time we got down to get him back and she started the first verse or no was it the second verse either way by the time we got to get to get him back and she hit that same flow i was like bitch man she's kind of recycling it you know and the sound production itself isn't bad like you guys said she's in that pocket bro like she has perfected that sound you know it's to a t and obviously the masses love it and it's exactly what her demographic wants but Man, I just wish you would do something a little bit more different, but that's why I like Pretty Isn't Pretty because not only is the sound a genre shift, but it's also a shift in delivery. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, to defend the pop punk, like there's no perfect formula, and if it works, it works. And I feel like I kind of said this on our last podcast where we reviewed short fictions, Mm -hmm. whereas that pop punk, especially like that style, everything does kind of sound the same. Mm -hmm. Like every pop punk band right now is trying to sound like modern (laughs) baseball. And it's like, bro, or like hot mulligan and mom jeans. Yeah. Like every pop punk band right now is, that's what they sound like. And Mm -hmm. like, that's the go-to. So like, that's the format right now. And I feel like what she has going on, if it works, it works. And it's working. Well, I don't think it's the same demographic, you think? Loki, no. it might be. Uh, I, I mean, it, it could honestly. be, but I don't think the demographic is the same. I think her demographic is way younger than yeah, the people then, who were consuming that media at that time. Well, no, that, that, that time yeah, is right good, now. That's a good point. That time is right now. I'm saying, like, for... Besides modern baseball, but Hot Morgan yeah. and... Uh, what the fuck did you other say? Mom jeans. Mom jeans. Like, that's right now. Yeah, I, I think I thought modern baseball and mom Jesus shit were well, like modern, base, like modern baseball is done. Modern baseball is done for. No, but 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 you know what I'm saying. Though. But yeah, like, like, that, like that, like sound palette and like sonically, I feel like that was like at least a few years ago. You know, maybe like four or five years ago. But they're like on top of the world right now in the pop punk scene. 
But Fuck since we are going to talk about this repetitive formula in this pop punk sound, uh-huh. I would like to bring up the track Grudge <laughs> and how that is literally a ripoff of Driver's License. Literally, the delivery, the buildup. Who's saying Driver's License again? <laughs> what the fuck? Fuck, oh. <laughs> <But> boy. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Damn, bro, it was a it, fucking joke. And <laughs> him. And him. Dude. Uh, no, it is. It is. And, you know, even before, like, I kind of connected the dots or, like, heard the similarities, I already wasn't a fan of this song. I felt like, you know, by the time this came up, we we've had the we've had the love ballads we've had the heartbreak songs that are so much better than the grudge you know i feel like the song is pretty unnecessary yeah but dude it literally is driver's license maybe she was trying to land that fuck because driver's license was a fucking commercial success oh absolutely that was her finger so yes so that was gonna lead me to say do you think she was trying to make that that's so corny if she was though because I, I'm not an artist of any kind or anything like that, but I feel like that's pretty corny, like trying to make like or the same song twice, mm-hmm. you know, just because how of, of a commercial success it is. Like it was super corny when Lil Nas X was doing that shit with a bunch of remixes, you know? Oh, yeah. True. So, well, you know, I think like it's I don't understand why she did it because I felt like Vampire was like the big hit single, which, by the way, is an amazing song. Vampire is so True. fucking good. So good. Uh, but Vampire was the big single of this of this album, right? It was the first single, yeah. It was the first one, right? And I think it was the biggest. And it's the one that's getting used on TikTok sounds too. Exactly. So why would she try to copy Driver's License in The Grudge? Well, you need more than one hit. <sighs> I guess. Was this a single? I don't even know if this was a single or not. But, but this, goes, this goes back to me. like This is the complete opposite sound of being a pop punk sound. And on top of that... It sounds like driver's license. It could have just been left out. Like, been left no, that's what I'm saying. I, I feel like the grudge was, was completely unnecessary. I, I do not like the song at all. I don't really have too much to say about the grudge um, in terms of like lyrically, but God damn, bro. I know you guys say it's fucking, it's a redundant song, but I think her voice is fucking powerful on this song. And the hook is insane. And I think... Because it's so good, I don't think it's filler. Because of her performance on the track itself, just sonically by itself. Was well, it better so this or driver's license? <laughs> I mean, there wouldn't be this without driver's license. So, so I, so I got to give it its props. So time sequels are better than originals. I mean, I'd listen to the Grudge over driver's license if that's what you're asking me. Oh, so you say hell there's yeah. I, no, I'm not saying that. Not commercial wise, but to you, I'm I'm saying taste wise, sonically, I'd I'd rather listen to Grudge than than Driver's License. But I understand the importance that Driver's License played in her career. So I'd oh, say it's a better. That's completely opposite from all three of us, or what? <laughs> no, Keenan's agreeing. Oh, Keenan, yeah, Keenan's agreeing. Because you like this song, right? I do. So you think Grudge, mm-hmm. Grudge is better than Driver's License? Mm. Not commercial wise either. Like I'm just saying, like as a song, I would have to say I'd have to. I'm on Isaac's side, I, word for word. I would probably still pick this one over driver's license. Driver's license. Although driver's it's license, it's just more replayable, bro. Like, yeah, it deserves like, its flowers. What what'd she say? She's all, uh, you must fucking hate yourself. You must be so fucking insecure. Like, just the way that she's saying that, like, is so good. Like, 
bitch, you're doing this shit to me? What about you, you fucking fuck ass? Like, oh, I love it. I love it. I can't relate to it. But the only thing that does bother me about the song is that she's, it's literally driver's license. Yeah. The, well, the, the sound mm-hmm. and the delivery, it, it's spot on. This is driver's license. Yeah. Just a better version. Word. I, I do like the, the lyrics. It takes strength to forgive, but I'm not quite sure I'm there yet. I think, uh, again, Powerful. again, it's just her maturity on this shit is just so fucking good. I do want to talk about making the bed, though. Um, making the bed is like, I, I think it's tough for anybody to kind of blame yourself for your own hardships, right? And to, like, take a step back. Not not to blame yourself, like, in some crazy, you know, um, insecure way, but, you know, to take accountability, as what we were saying earlier and to actually step back and realize that you're the one kind of causing your own issues. And not only did she describe that perfectly, but the song is actually fucking good too. Like yep. th- this, this was one that really, really took me by surprise. I just like the fact that it's pretty much a whole song about her dealing with the newfound success that she's been having, but doing it in a way that doesn't feel corny or otherwise like, Whoa, you know, feel bad for me. It's just an honest expression of how she's feeling uh, with her situation while also still remaining appreciative of the shit that she has. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I I think it's healthy. I think it's healthy to be able to, you know, point out your flaws, but then also be like, well, fuck, dude, I'm trying my fucking best out here. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know what I mean? they the whole thing like you know you made your bed now you gotta lay in it you mm-hmm. know what I mean she's fucking laying in her goddamn bed yeah, all cozy is, up bro. and everything yeah. like, with her millions I love I that mean, bro I love that <laughs> although I don't like the ending of this song but yep the ending bothers me but again really corny yeah damn yeah but it's just it's just like is she blowing up too quickly mm-hmm. because you know there was a line where she says um. Well, sometimes I feel like I don't want to be where I am. And then, of course, she just kind of, like, talks about, like, being with everybody. And she's also pushing away the people that she knew the best. Mm-hmm. And then here she is alone in her bed that she has now made for herself, like you said, with her millions. So, it's like, <laughs> is it too much for her age? I'm sure that's probably one aspect she's going for. But, like, like I said, it's fucking cool she's doing this. But damn bro like you were a child star like i can only imagine how much influence your parents probably had on you too like don't be so hard on yourself you know like but it's a facade still, but it's so oh, i love that <laughs> does, bro he's <laughs> a fucking disney channel kid come on that, exactly that's what i'm saying bro it must be tough growing up as a kid fucking thrown into the spotlight on tv doing musicals and shit like that shit's probably tough bro bro ballad of homeschooled girl Catches hell, boy. <laughs> Anxiety dude. is a fucking bitch. Oh, dude. I Again, you're a fucking Disney, Disney kid, bro, being homeschooled and shit. I can only imagine how this shit was. That's one thing that I did forget to mention, you know, giving Olivia her flowers. Dude, she just has, like, such a perfect knack of writing, like, a catchy melody or, you yep. know, just, like, a nice, smooth harmony. Bro, she's a fucking master at that shit, bro. And I agree. I think this hook is fucking infectious. I think I, this song really reminds me of what you said earlier. It's just the same fucking. <laughs> the same one? Uh, like Oh, like a rehash? No, it's just the same uh, cadence. 
Oh, think so? Yeah. Your uh, fucking voice just like does one, two, one, two, one, two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. So it's it's the then she goes in like that, like, um, not monotone, but like that. Yeah, just very like uninterested. Yeah, but that's the teenage angst, brother. This is true, yeah. Oh, bro, that angst it? is oozing from this shit. <laughs> and I feel like she does a really good like play on that, especially like yeah. from Sour as well. This song mm-hmm. really does give me like that teenage girl room kind of vibe, you know? Yeah. Word? You know? <laughs> I mean, sorry, uh, like metal, pop punk, indie girl room type of fucking that you see on Disney Channel, like when they try to interpret that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Freaky Friday, like her room. Oh, what? Yeah, <laughs> Freaky that's Friday. I feel like this song would be like the perfect intro when they introduce like Lindsay Lohan and Freaky Friday. <laughs> that's sick <laughs> as fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're dumb. onto something there because that's literally where they got the inspiration from. <laughs> Dude, that, that uh, song from Freaky Friday is unironically hard. No, it's hard as fuck. Yeah. Dude. Dude. It's the Holy same fuck. garage rock sound. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> That's sick. Again, no, but I feel I feel you, Marcos. That her like that weird ass goofy fucking backpack rap flow or whatever in the second verse. Mm-hmm. It, it shows up on this on this again, but this time it's fucking relatable. I laughed at the wrong time, sat with the wrong guy, searching how to start a conversation on a website. Talked to this hot guy, swore I was his type. Guess he was making not with the boys like the whole night. Okay, well, that's not very relatable. But <laughs> every guy I like is gay. <laughs> Everything I do is tragic. Everything, every guy that I like is gay. The morning after I panic, oh, God, what did I say? You know how many times I fucking came home after getting too fucking, fucking loose off the goose at a fucking show? And I said, oh, God. <laughs> the morning after I panic, oh God, what did I say? Every single time, bro. Every single time. Like, uh, homegirl's like fucking 19 and she's writing shit that a 28 year old's feeling every fucking time, bro. Like, <laughs> I don't know. She's fucking, she knows the, that awkward fucking teenage shit, bro. You know what I mean? She's really good at that. Yeah, I mean, she carries it perfectly. And again, the the instrumentation behind her. It's, it's perfect. The angst. Well, she's leading the way. Super uh, angsty. Super angsty. Again, like we keep saying, um, and very catchy, like Ruben said, like she knows how to write those hooks. And this is this is just one of the songs that... Um, she has to have a ghostwriter for sure. Come on. Ah, nah. But, <laughs> nah. I haven't realized it was a joke. She's she too damn good for that, bruh. So was Drake until we found out. Don't, oh, fuck. Name a good Drake song. Passion fruit. <laughs> Name on, a good bro. Drake song that doesn't have a fire ass beat. <laughs> November eighteenth, baby. Uh, nah, that shit ain't fair. How's it not fair? <laughs> no, I'm saying that w- without a without a beat, bro. Yeah, passion fruit. The, fuck? the beat carries. Name that a song. Drake song that literally is not mu- musically like listenable. <laughs> it's the beat. The beat is the only reason why passion fruit is good. No, he has a point though. It is really good because of the beat, dude. That but, beat goes hard. <laughs> I know it does, oh, but Tuscan leather. Fuck off. Um, pound cake. The second half of pound yeah, cake. Pound cake. Ah, uh, another beat carry. Anyways, whatever. So going from this garage sound. <laughs> My so bad. I from, derailed it. <laughs> so My bad, bro. I derailed. <laughs> 
bitch. I'm fucking <laughs> tired. Oh, I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. 11.30. <laughs> so going from that garage sound, what did you guys think of Bad Idea Right, which is the second track, because I feel like we also get that garage sound that we got from Ballad of a Homeschooled Girl. I think this one is a little too teeny bopper for me. It, it, it's just, I, I mean, again, it's it's relatable, you know. Hey, we've had our sneaky links with our exes. Come on, don't lie. Um, I I don't think I'm the biggest fan of the sound of this, especially because this is where the instance of the like the fucking monotone delivery. This is where it starts. It's hard. Is I it like though? It. I like it. I ain't gonna the way. Bad idea, right? Fuck it, it's fine. Into the hook, Woo! that's hard. I hate the fucking stupid ass American girl ass solo that happens towards the end. That's lame. Yeah, I don't like that. But I think this song is decent. It's not anything I'm playing, but I appreciate it for what it is. Bro, then like the way she carries like her ah, mm-hmm. it sounds like you're playing Mario Kart Rainbow Road. Isn't that in the background <laughs> though? Bro, yeah. No, it's when she says, like, when I look at him, my heart goes, ah, oh, is that what yeah, you're talking about? Yes. And it goes, no, the well, right? my brain. She goes, my brain goes, My oh. brain, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, like, it, like, fades off into the background while she continues her verses. That's yeah, nice no, that, that, that's nice, too. I, I like the production. Well, I agree with Ruben on this. This is too fucking, like, high school musical kind of shit for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not made for us. It is what it is, but I, no, I, I can see it being good, though. She made like this that. for me, bro. This is <laughs> sick. Damn. Bro. Dog. She made this for the motherfuckers. Bro, chorus? The way she delivers it? I know you guys keep saying it's corny about like, how she delivers it, but... Oh, no, I appreciate the chorus. I, know, I fuck with the chorus. I know you be FaceTiming your homies, bro, laying down on your belly. Yeah, feet you. Up. <laughs> you. You're That's the one you. rolling your phone. That is you. I literally have a picture While of While you're folding laundry. Yeah. I literally have a picture of me and my friends doing that, to be honest. Oh, my God. I'll say this. I think I like this song better than All-American Bitch or whatever. Like, yeah. I think this song does that sound better. And then the lyrical thing of, like, I mean, it's a bad idea. Fuck it is fine. Like, oh, smoke some crack, baby. <laughs> I fuck with the energy. Yes. I picked this song over American Bitch. Fucking hate that fucking name. But you, but what about the song though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you listen to the song? Did you just keep skipping it? <laughs> I'm sorry, but when she fucking sings that, it's just so fucking corny. I hate that. <laughs> but do you like starts at a bad idea? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! But like, like I like the I like the idea of all American bitch. Like the the you know she's being sarcastic no, 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 about no, no, like of course the, of course. But I think this song is certainly one more relatable. Two, I think it's done better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it has that fucking that flow that we've been talking about. At the beginning, but I, I still, regardless, like this song hits hits the notes better than the previous song, and then kind of more than some of the other pop punk sounding songs as well. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I like, I, I can't get over the fact that like she made a song about like hitting up like her fucking. Like her sneaky link, bro. Like that's just Dude. that's insane, bro. Like, she she's talking about her sneaky link. She's fucking talking about angel dust. She's getting <laughs> wet. 
like this. Oh my <laughs> gosh, she's Shit. fucking 17. Don't relax. PCP, bro. Oh. Ching out. Hey, now I can't use that. No, I think I she's fact, like 20, right? Yeah, she's 20 now. Oh. Yeah, now oh, I sound yes. weird. I know he's my ex. Can't two people reconnect? The biggest lie I've ever said. I just tripped and fell and hit into his bed. My brain goes, ah, can't hear my thoughts. My biggest lie ever said, my brain goes, ah, can't hear my thoughts. I just tripped into his bed. You like, literally sound just like her. Yep, that that's actually, yeah, that's, that's the same cadence. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. It's brutal out here. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> hey, relax. Ah! That sounds so much better, though. It's Fun. brutal out here. <laughs> just, Isaac, do the monologue for the whole album. What do you guys think about Love is Embarrassing? I feel like Love is em- Yup. I feel like Love is Embarrassing is like, Embarrassing? No, it's all right. This it's is okay. the best track on the album. You're what do you tripping. mean? What? Are you serious? You're yeah. tripping. What? And I feel like this one sonically falls right in between. It kind of has that like new wave sound, but it also kind of has that pop punk sound. Yep. This this chorus is sick as fuck. And that's I think the chorus is like so catchy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just something. It's something about it because like you do get that new wave sound in the beginning where it's like synthy. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of got the guitar strumming yeah. here and there throughout it. You have the bass like boom, 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 boom. And then, and then you just hear her build up. Mm-hmm. And then the chorus just drops. Yeah. Bro, yeah it's when, so boppy. When, when she goes on tour, this is going to be one of those songs that oh. everyone's going to be like. They're catching my elbows yeah, <laughs> to this okay, song. I don't know about that, bro, bro. <laughs> Catch Keenan throwing spin kicks to this song, dude, in the pit. Bro, this album is crowd surfing to this, yeah, this, bro. This song is definitely uh, one of the one of the ones that gets you out of your seat for sure. Yeah, for oh, sure. Bro. Your glasses when you get finger pointing. Pit. I'm gonna grab the mic from her. <laughs> Woo. Like, on stage, get on stage. <laughs> I'm gonna get on stage and swanton bomb into the front crowd, bro. They're not gonna know what to do. They're just gonna move out the way and watch me flop. Oh shit. <laughs> Swanton bomb the nearest high school you see <laughs> for real. <laughs> no, this this one's fun, and um, I did actually catch myself going back to this song a lot. Yeah, this is mm. one of the songs. It, that it's we'll just go back so to. catchy. Mm. This is bro. I think this is the closest thing that sounds like more indie pop. After the whole, after um, the whole thing. Yeah, dude, this one's like on point. It's like the closest thing she got to being on point. That's not so. Uh, I don't know how to say like not overrated, but overzealous. No. Like, you can you can tell that it's not trying too hard to be indie pop, and it's not like too less. Yeah, so I think it's like just hits that mark. Just hits that mark, bro. Mm-hmm. Just watch as I crucify myself for some weird second string loser who's not worth mentioning. <laughs> bro, give me those lyrics when I was in middle school. Hell <sighs> yeah, bro. It's sick. It's just like the nostalgic lyrics, and like it's just so fun and catchy. Mm-hmm. And again, it's just like Avril Lavigne, bro. Oh yeah, it's it's fun. So and also like what Marco said, like that high school musical, like what did you say, like that TV punk, that TV pop punk you were saying earlier? But yeah, that that's that's what this is. It's just fun. Yeah, it's cute. It's catchy. I love I love the high pitch voice she does when she says, "I give up everything." Yeah. I don't know why I like that so much. It reminds me of like I don't know what it reminds me of, but it's. She is really good. <laughs> Bro. That whole can sing, dog. <laughs> that, that, that's a, that's, that is a fun song. So, I mean. I know we've given it its props every time we've talked about it. I feel like it kind of deserves its own segment. Vampire. This fucking single is so good, dude. This is amazing. I think. I don't, I'm not sure if it tops driver's license, but it has to be at least on par, dude. This shit, the progressions it makes. 
I don't know if this was her intentions, but I read a theory that this song was also like a metaphor for the music industry. And I think it just works just as well, if not better than, you know, uh, than uh, just a fucking shitty ex-boyfriend. You know what I mean? I think this song pretty much hits every pop song that you need to. And she's just she fucking hit it out of the park with this one, dude. She delivers. And, and like, I did see that theory, too. And like listening to it, it's perfect because over and over, I don't know if you guys have heard, but like she's been called like the, she's been like the industry plant. Oh my God. Like everybody keeps. Scowl. Scowl's an industry plant. Yeah. Fucking losers. You kind of tell when someone's an industry industry plant. They come out of nowhere. Olivia Rodrigo didn't really come out of nowhere. You know how the haters Mm -hmm. are, all these old people. I am a hater. I know. All these old people, like they don't know how to just appreciate it. So they just got to talk shit. Fucking stupid. But (laughs) that's what they are saying. But. I think it's perfect, especially when you look at it from that point of view. And it, like you said, it is it hits everything. We get the soft, we get the beats, mm-hmm. and then we just hear her. We hear the emotions flow, dude. Just her her fucking delivery of fame fucker, fame fucker. Oh man, this song is a shit. Vampire. Or whatever she says. Yeah. Oh, you said it's not at that level as um, driver's license? No, I was saying I don't know if it's better, but I think it has to at least be on par with it. It will be better. I, I think it's say. better. Really? Would, well, would, both of you think so. I would be. It, would, it will be better. Give it like a couple more weeks. Oh, like yeah? Weeks it will. I think it is better. It Give is it better. Like, oh, yes. shit. Truly believe that this song is much better. Because, mm-hmm. again, she's polished. She's mature. And I feel like she has matured, especially from driver's license mm-hmm. to this. And um, I do like the the whole like industry, like the backlash on the industry. Um, yeah, that's a good that's a good shout. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I do like that. But again, even if it was about her ex partner, then it's still just as good, if not way better than driver's license. Yeah. The keys on this song. Can, are, can we please talk about the keys on this song? The mm-hmm. keys are talk about fucking. The keys. Bring it Amazing. up. Please. Bring it up. Talk about them. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. They fucking slam. They make my pussy go. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. This song is so fucking touching. The performance on this song is unmatched and her feelings and lyrics just fly off the page. When she said, you went for me and not her because girls your age know better. Fuck. Yeah, that bar is Dude, that is gross, bro That is filthy It's filthy like in like That's fucking hard But it's filthy because Ew, what the fuck? Like, oh man that, And that I, I didn't know if she ever had like an, A history of dating older dudes So I thought that I, I don't know if she does or not So that's why I thought that That music industry theory Was also a popular one Because right. people who are Experienced in the industry, damn near. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, pe- own all these record labels and shit. Exactly, and the artists who are already familiar with these fucking labels and shit, they already know the tactics. Yep. So the older ones are the ones your Pray age already on know. The weaker ones, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Very predator-like behavior, mm-hmm. bro. That is such a sick bar, bro. Just this this whole song is just like, so like could- you said, Ruben. Fame, fucker. Sucking me out like a goddamn vampire, whatever the fuck yeah. she said. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you, man. That shit's hard as hell. And Actual. Teenage Dream. Best song on the album? Question mark. 
Whoa. Oh, I thought you. I thought you were comparing it to Teenage Dream. I was like, well, no, no, no. Uh, wait, you you called it the best song in the album? It's it's in my top three. I what, Vampire. Wow. No, no Teenage, oh, Dream. Teenage Dream. Okay. I love the progression of the song, and I love that explosion at the end. So sonically, it hits, and I honestly think lyrically it does too, dude. Like, bro, they say. They all say it gets better. What if I don't? Mm-hmm. Oh, same, brother, same. <laughs> and this is what I was referencing earlier. Like, just this whole thing, like, uh, um, I, I forget what the exact term is, but it's like, you're only good because of your age. You know, you're right. wise beyond right. your years, but it's also that, like, well, what happens when I reach that age? Am I not going to be good anymore? Like, yeah. it's j- just that whole thing of, like, questioning if, her fame and her and the spotlight she's been given is purely based on her age and like i don't know it's just a really cool take you know it's yeah. not anything that i really see too too much in music but i mean how many young ass people do you see with this True. level of stardom you know so or, and this level of uh, self-awareness in the game itself yeah you know what i mean like exactly because there are a bunch of people who are making great music at a young age but none of them give a fuck about how they're being perceived or you know, these, um, you know, antiquated terms that are being, you know, forced upon them, you know, oh, you're wise beyond your years. Well, bitch, what if I'm not her, or, excuse me, bitch, what if I'm fucking still wise in five, ten years? Like, then what? I'm just a fucking old shriveled up person now? Like, just because I'm not like this young person, this hot commodity, this, Mm -hmm. you know, star that's, uh, you know, so fresh in everybody's face? Like, no, fuck that. Like, I'm me. I'm fucking trying my best and I'm doing my best. And God damn it, Olivia, I think you did a pretty fracking good job there, brother. (laughs) Right? And it's like, I, I don't blame her for going into these, like, dark thoughts like this because coming off of Sour... I mean, even myself, I was looking at it like, dude, you're in high school and you're talking about a breakup of a, you know, a breakup that's going to be the first of many. Mm -hmm. You made a whole album off of it, Mm -hmm. got really big off of it. And so for, you know, for people, because, you know, we did say that. So for people to sit here and, you know, put her in a position like this, and I don't blame her for thinking like this, because here we are praising her for this you know, this young adult acting like a grown ass adult, so in touch with her feelings and herself and everything that's going on around her. And for her to come out like this, it's pretty what powerful. Oh yeah. It's powerful. It's awe inspiring, bro. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I I do give it up for her because it does kind of wrap up not only this album, but it also wraps up like sour and just like all the naysayers, like, you know so that being said um this is a top track of mine and i feel like again it just perfectly just wraps up everything that she has done so far in her career and despite what she thinks there's nothing there's nowhere to go but up for this woman oh yeah it would appear so like (laughs) even if she you know there's the 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 music itself there's the lyrics, and then there's her performance. Yeah. If she has just one of them things on the next <laughs> one, she's still going to hit it out of the park, oh, you know? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that's how good she is. Like, we're over here joking, messing around, whatever. 
make no mistake, make no mistake. Olivia Rodrigo is here to stay, bro. Oh, she, she ain't nothing to fuck with, bro. She like Wu-Tang. <laughs> <laughs> only 20 years old, bro. And only 20 years Jesus old, Jesus Christ. Like, I'm about to beat her ass, bro. I'm a shadow <laughs> boxer, bro. I'm so jealous. She could have the nastiest downfall. <laughs> Like ever. Oh, Lord, be careful, be careful. We see it all the time. Why are you guys asking surprise? We see it all the fucking time. But she she ain't showing like she's showing like zero signs of regressing though or bro, downgrading. She just like comes out with like porcelain Jesus, Carol's daughter, <laughs> after this round. That'd be so hard. I don't know, like that, like that girl that interviewed Drake, fucking fastest growing, and then overnight boom. Who? Millie Bop. Who the right? fuck is that? I go to interview Drake. Millie Bop? Yeah, on the podcast. She keeps like interviewing like all Bobby's these like, rappers, mm-hmm. and she's like known for her like her like, awkward and stuff like she's that. like super awkward and she like has did, like no. Did she do a Yachty interview or something? Yeah, she did she that did. Yachty interview. She's, did she do an ASAP Rocky one? No, I think so. She's oh. been doing like all the hip hop artists. What really? the fuck? I don't know if she did ASAP. Wait, Rocky so she so she had her downfall, dude. She was she went she became super popular overnight because of Drake, and then mm-hmm. like a week later. Yeah, but she's just an interviewer though. I'm just saying, and then you're talking about like stuff you don't see. No one saw that coming. No one saw that coming. Yeah, I think that's a little bit more realistic with a podcaster. Us, Word. <laughs> as as opposed to a fucking, as opposed to a you know singer songwriter who's already proven herself with two albums. The only way I can see her downfalling is if she become if she comes out with a third album that is basically a rehash of this stuff. I mean, little baby. And, or dub baby, sorry, dub baby. Yeah, that fool was trash from the beginning, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, well said, I think he was too. But oh yeah, no, I think she's she's way at the top, bro. But I think for good reason. You know, it, it isn't like she's like now. You know, if she was maybe on the same levels like an Ice Spice, you know, who came up, you know, within a vacuum and blew up. If Ice Spice falls off, well, then okay, she was just a hot commodity. It is what it is. But I don't think but, Ice Spice has ever made a song as good as Vampire. Well, that's what I'm saying. And but Olivia Rodrigo has proven that she, like you said, is here to stay. She ain't going nowhere. I think the only way she would regress is if she kind of rehashed these two albums. Like or she like fell in a hole or something. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Like or you could I, be like two three more five more years until we get the next album and just completely flops and yeah that's not good yeah i think that's more likely than her you know decline talent that will cause her decline talent right there Mm -hmm. you know what i mean if if she stays out of everything and then just is completely out of touch okay but even then it's like well fuck the whole reason why she's good is because she's in touch with like human emotion you know like you can't mm-hmm. fall out of touch of being a human. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless you're fucking... Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, unless oh, you're fucking Elon Musk and, and fucking Jeff fucking Bezos. Bezos? Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just throwing no, 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 a perspective. No. I hope it's not. De- it's definitely not. a possibility, and it's, there's no way we could rule it out, but... Because it'd be cool. I, I don't want to think of that. It would be cool. You know, we've been on cool. the bandwagon since day one. Huh? Said it would be cool if she makes it all the way to the top, you know, Taylor Swift and Beyonce status. And we've been on the Olivia Rodrigo bandwagon since day one. Yeah. True. Oh, yeah, dude. We, we've been day, day one. Since day one. Since day Ten one. toes down, baby. And She's be, on her way up there. You know, you're going to be all these four-year-old women like, I loved Olivia Rodrigo. Bitch, no, you didn't, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Old-ass, dusty-ass pussy up. <laughs> the fuck you talking about, boy? You ever listen to you Underground Tree House? Yeah. No? All right. Get out of here, bro. Get out of here, bitch. <laughs> it's brutal out here. No. Oh, shit. It's vampire out here. Does that... <laughs> 
does uh, that wrap up our uh, discussion of this album? Yes, sir. Anybody else yep. have anything to say? No? We good? See patron. All right. We're going to go ahead and get into our overall thoughts, top three tracks, and overall score of Guts by Olivia Rodrigo. Me first. Me Mark. first. I already said it. Me first. Me first. I'll go. It. That's not the way Man, it goes. Fuck all y'all. I'm going. Just well. kidding. I don't want to go first. Isaac, go. Uh, what about me? I uh-huh. never said it. Uh-huh. I picked you. I picked you Little first for cry. Zach Bryan, baby and you cry. were like, "Why'd you pick me? Why'd you pick Literally, me first? Baby cry, baby, baby cry. cry. Literally, <laughs> baby cry. Just cried like a Look. baby. Yeah, well, give me a fucking go bottle. Off. Wow, wow. Go off. Give me Here some of your uh, mother's milk. Yeah. Oh, you I go. thought you gave me your baby. <laughs> 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 I was about to hit that shit. Uh, what can I say about guts? You I see think a lot. It's a shut the fuck up. I'm talking. <laughs> What can I say about Guts other than it is a great. Oh, Shut no. up, fool. Go ahead. Any more beer in there? Holy fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, Go ahead, Isaac. What can I say about Guts other than it is a 100% great follow up sophomore project? I think. What she did on Sour was really good, and I think she per- perfected everything on this album. I think uh, this is the logical step for her, but also an emotional step for her. I think uh, she showed maybe not so much versatility in terms of like the sounds that she plays with, but she still has the uh, uncanny ability to make everything feel super relatable. I'm a grown-ass man, and I'm relating to some fucking 20-year-old chick that I've never met a day in my life. Like, you know what I mean? It's it's She's very impressive in that way. Um, with that being said, I will give my top three tracks, which would be Lacey, Teenage Dream, and, of course, Vampire. And I give this album a 8 out of 10. So after we had discussed um, our review on Sour, I was excited to see where she was going to go. And needless to say, I am glad where we ended up with this album. Um, it did it did not surprise me that she's matured so much. She got better. Um, she sounded way more polished. Everything was tight. Um, everything sounded good. The, the poppy stuff was poppy. The sad stuff was sad. Um, she brought a lot of it over from Sour, and I think she did a really good job. And again, it was just so cool to see her mature from that first album into the second album. So again, with that being said, I'm just excited to see where she goes. I'm excited to see her progression because we're literally witnessing it right now, and she's on top. So like I said earlier, there's nowhere for this woman to go but up. So we're definitely going to... We definitely, we're just definitely gonna keep, um, you know, keep up with what she has uh, coming out in the future. And so, that being said, top three tracks got Teenage Dream, Oh, Vampire, and Love Is Embarrassing. Also, eight out of ten. Damn, I'm with Isaac on this one. Okay. Me turn. Um, wow. What can be said that hasn't already been said? So I'm going to keep it sweet, short, and simple. Um, 
I think this was a okay sophomore album. It was okay. Mm-hmm. It was okay. It was okay. That was I. I prefer Sour Over Guts for sure. A couple songs that I prefer uh, more than uh, uh, others, and a lot. So I, I would say a lot of my, a lot of my favorite songs from Olivia Rodrigo for sure are off this album. Probably like my top two or top three probably my all-time favorite so far at mm-hmm. least but uh, it's okay <laughs> sophomore album not gonna lie and i'm excited to see where she ends up going after this for sure um top three tracks would be vampire it'd be uh love is embarrassing and um let's say ballad of a homeschool girl what yeah say that damn the first, uh, my first two for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, third one, eh. <laughs> eh. Uh-huh. Um, give it a seven out of ten. I am also going to give it a seven out of ten. Um, I think that, and that's what I gave Sour. I gave Sour a seven out of ten as well. Um, I think, like I said from the top, she definitely matured in terms of songwriting, melodies, harmonies, stuff like that. Um, I love the lyrical direction this album went in. I love the content that was examined and, you know, explored through this album. But I think the sound, I think the sound was just a lot cooler and a lot more edgy and not, not edgy in like some edge older way, but like it, it just had a nice texture and it had a nice cool flair to it in sour that I wish would have carried over into guts or at least would have been expanded upon. Um, and like not even sonically, but I also think, like I said earlier, um, performance wise, no bad performance from Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. We had some fucking, we had some repetitiveness. Sure. Um, but nothing bad inherently. I just think that the performances on sour, you know, were a lot more powerful than what we got on guts. Um, but I think the, despite it playing a little bit safe sonically, I think that that songwriting aspect was just so strong and it, it was strong enough to the point where it actually kept the same score as sour. You know, I, not a disappointment, but I do wish she would have taken a step forward in terms of, you know, in terms of instrumentation. Um, but you know, she, she has some great songs on this album, man. I, I really, I really came away from this liking, or considering some of these songs on this album as some of the best she's ever made, you know, and we're only two albums deep, but I I think, you know, with the quality of music she comes out with, I think that's high praise. Um, Again, a seven out of 10, my top three tracks are going to be, oh, dude, I'm stuck between like five. So I'll give my honorable mention number four. That's going to be Teenage Dream. Uh, Number three is going to be Vampire. Number two is going to be Pretty Isn't Pretty, and number one is going to be Lacey. That's going to wrap up our review of Guts by Olivia Rodrigo. Let us know what you think about this album. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Um, Again, forgot to plug it. As always, Treehouse Treatment, Spotify. That's where you're going to find all of our music recommendations. From now on, I'm just going to say it at the end. 
I've missed it at the beginning every single time. <laughs> I'll, I'll just <laughs> announce it. I give up. Um, follow us on Instagram at the Underground Treehouse Pod. That's where you're going to find all of our updates. And anytime we have discussions, we always ask the listeners to chime in. That's where you can answer, and that's where we're gonna, where we're going to get your feedback. And speaking of feedback, give us any feedback you want. You know, rate this show whatever you think it deserves. Uh, hit us up. Let us know. You know, if you want to hear something a little bit different. Uh, we're open to all criticisms. So, you know, get at us, man. Uh, otherwise, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next episode. Later. Bye.